If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, you may not want to throw away food that goes bad after you hear this. A creepy 285-year-old dried lemon was just auctioned off for close to $2,000 in England. It had been found in an old cabinet and even had an inscription dated with the year 1793. Second, think it's time to end up uh, end it with that guy you're dating. For 30 bucks, Insomnia Cookies will send a dozen cookies with custom breakup messages, including, <laughs> it's not me, it's you. <laughs> that is just so mean. That just ain't right. I don't know. It's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, if your kids have a birthday coming up, maybe you'll want to buy them a burnaway cake. The that? videos of these cakes have gone viral on TikTok and they start uh, the cake decorated with a printed image on edible paper. You just light it like you're lighting a candle. That image cleanly burns away and there's another picture underneath. It works really well for gender reveal parties. Hmm. Cuz you burn off is it a boy or a girl and then underneath it goes it's a girl or it's a boy. So I don't know. Burnaway cakes. They're <laughs> they really cool. They say it's edible, but Mm-hmm. Well, the edible paper burns away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. It sounds cool, but I don't, can I get the insomnia cookies instead? In the <laughs> sure. earlier story. Okay. <laughs> Wait. That would mean Tracy. Don't send me breakup cookies. <laughs> <laughs> send me. I'm the only one. Cookies. I think there was a song. Maybe it's a song based on a, a popular phrase. King for a day. Would you like to be king for a day? Well, there's a guy who got to experience what it's like. Literally to be a king. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what he thought about it next. So what do you think it would be like, seriously, if you could be literally a king for a day? What do you think that would be like if all of a sudden you were the king? And that happened to the guy that played King Charles in The Crown. And they asked him, you know, what what was it like? What was it like to be the king? And he said it was awesome. (laughs) He said, I loved wearing the clothes. I love getting to drive the fancy cars. And he goes, I'll admit it. Even though it was just a roll when you walk in a room and everyone bows down and is like, (laughs) good to see you, King. He said, he said, it was a wonderful feeling. And honestly, I miss it. (laughs) Wow. See, I wouldn't want the like people stand when I walk in and all that stuff. I would just want, I like the idea of like, Hey, do you want, are you hungry? <laughs> I'll bring you food. <laughs> That'd be my favorite part. Yeah. Well, he, he said he really got sucked into playing the role. And I thought it was really honest of him to say, and I miss it. <laughs> are you one of those people that as soon as you realize, oh man, this doesn't work. This doesn't fit. You start Googling a company's return policy. Mm. Let's talk about that next. So you know that feeling when you gleefully buy something and you're like, this is going to be fantastic. And then you realize, ugh, it's ugly or it's not going to work or it doesn't fit. And the Mm -hmm. first thing you do is Google the return policy, right? And Mm -hmm. hoping and praying that you can get your money back. Right. Well, uh, a woman has gone viral for returning her couch after more than two years. What? Because she she just didn't like it. And some people are commending her. Other people are slamming her. And she bragged about how she returned her couch to Costco 
after more than two years. And they've got a really generous return policy. Mm-hmm. Um, it really doesn't mention any restrictions other than for electronics, jewelry, alcohol, tires, and batteries. Mm-hmm. And this lady, Jackie, said she was intimidated about asking for a refund just because she didn't like her couch anymore. But she's like, I don't know. They got an awesome return policy. And uh, when they credited her credit card for the purchase price, it was $900 back on her card after she had owned the couch for two years. And so some people are like, that's just wrong. And other people are like, yeah, you know, take advantage of the return policy. I wonder what what did Costco do with the couch? Did they sell it as like a floor model, semi used return? I'm wondering if it open box return, goodwill or something. (laughs) You know, I mean, and have they are they going to update their policy after that? Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, it'd be fun to get your opinion. Yeah. Do you think that was taking advantage of a generous policy and it was wrong? Like a lot of people are saying, or was are you commending her? Like, hey, if that's the policy, go for it. Hey, Jody, it's Kevin and Taylor. So what do you think of this uh, lady who returned a couch to Costco after using it for two years? It really upsets me in some ways because Costco has a very generous return policy. But like you were saying earlier, this could probably make they're going to change their policy because if people are going to take advantage of this. You know, I've talked to some of the Costco employees about it and they said, you know, that's our policy. I'm with you. Just something just it's just not right to use something right for two years yeah. and then take yeah. it back. Just I mean, because you don't like it. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's exactly. what you want to do, if you just want a couch for two years, do rent to, rent to own or something. Yeah. Rent it. And then there take it and swap yeah. it and get another one. I don't know if y'all ever watch Friends, but there's a Friends episode, the one with the couch on the stairwell with the pivot. Uh-huh. And Ross, take, Ross tries to take back the couch that's split in half by the fire department because the couch got lodged on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, I'll give you one dollar for it. And he goes, done. I'll take it. (laughs) Are any of your kids teenagering hard? Guess what? Your teens and early 20 year old kids will listen to you, mom and dad, if you do this first. Be respectful of their desire to be independent and empathetic to their feelings and what they're going through. In other words, in this study, when teens truly believe their mom and dad believed in them Mm -hmm. and authentically viewed their child with, you got this, they were way more open to both solicited and unsolicited advice. Hmm. There's something that I do, this is a mistake I make, I'm really working on it, is my kids will say, like, this is going on in my life. I'll go, oh my gosh, when I was your age, totally happened to me. And I'll tell them what happened to me. And Trace will be like, they're not interested in what happened to you. Mm. They just want you to listen to what's going on. But I'm not like, no, no, no. They can learn from my mistakes, which have been plentiful, and not repeat the same thing. She's like, maybe they need to repeat it to learn what they need to Ah, learn. Very wise woman. As many, as much as I've, many mistakes as I've made and learned from them, you'd think I'd be a genius by now. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, isn't it so amazing what police dogs can do to serve our community? Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Isn't it wild what police dogs can do to serve our community? In this case, a frantic family in Florida reported their 11-year-old daughter was missing. She was in danger, too. Well, Deputy Sarah and her canine, Mary Lou, were on the case with the dog 
Mary Lou was able to alert deputies to a locked bathroom door at a park in the area. She actually, you'll love this, Kev, because you love dogs so much. Mm-hmm. She gets happy tail when she finds someone. Oh. Her handler, Deputy Sarah, can tell. And so they knew this little girl was locked in the bathroom. They were able to talk mm. her into locking, unlocking the door where she was found safe. She's okay. And it was all caught on Deputy Sarah's body cam. Do you like dogs? Can she give you a kiss? Good girl. That's hmm. her reward. When Mary Lou finds someone, she gets to give them a kiss. So the, that, so the little girl was like, yeah, you can kiss me. Aww. So sweet. I would love for teachers and students to call in and answer this question. Public speaking, they say it's like everybody's biggest fear. That's the thing that people have to get over. Should schools force kids into situations where they have to do public speaking? Is that helpful or is it hurtful? Let's talk about that next. So what do you think about this? Teachers, students, even if you have a, a experience, you remember when you were a kid of being forced to do public speaking, would love to hear if you thought that was helpful or not. They say that's the biggest fear we all have. And there are so many times, okay, everyone's going to have to do a paper and get in front of the class and present it. And the hard part is not doing the paper. It's not researching like South Dakota is known as the silver state. Immediately to the north of South Dakota <laughs> is North Dakota. Right? Ooh, this is a titillating speech, Kevin. Right, but, but the, doing that part is not hard. The hard part is getting up in front of all your peers, your classmates, oh, yeah. being the center of attention and and giving your presentation on the wonder that is South Dakota or or the flatfoot platypus bear or whatever oh, it is. We've all had the doing. one where we thought our heart was gonna beat out of our exactly, chest. Exactly, right. Yeah. Now where I went to school, and by the way, in a public speaking class is where I met my wife, so I'm glad we had that class, but uh, they forced us to do it. You either had to take acting arts or speech. Acting arts was you get up and do improvs. Speech was where you would have to research and prepare a speech and get up and, and do it in front of the class. I personally like public speaking, so I took both. Like I had an elective, yeah. and instead of like gym or art, I took acting arts. I was like, yeah, I'm in. Um, my wife terrified of any of that. And I'm wondering, now I just saw there's a school system that's like, we're going to make people do public speaking again. And I have people that I knew from back then were traumatized by it. Like Mm -hmm. Tracy will tell you, she still, her heart will race just thinking about having to get up in front of people. And she never used it in her life, never got up in a public speaking forum after that, has never been the center of attention or wanted to be. And I'm wondering, and I think of my own kids. Couple of them natural born performers. Where what spotlight? What way? What way do I go? And then the other two are like, no, 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 I'd rather not. And forcing them to do it is not going to help them in any way, shape, or form. I don't think. Ah, uh, man, I'm so torn on this issue. I can tell you in a minute why I'm so torn. Okay. But yeah, it's I can see both sides for sure. But what do, what do you think? We'd love to hear from you too. Should schools make it part of the curriculum that you have to, you must? Get up and do some form of public speaking, whether that's your natural disposition or not. You have to do it. So I always think it's interesting when you hear of uh, performers, like people who perform worldwide on the largest stages in the world. And they're like, oh, I get stage fright. Yeah. Like Rod Stewart until he said until he was like in the showbiz and showbiz for like 20 years, he would get so upset before going on stage. He would get like his stomach would get up. So he'd throw up. Before Whoa. we went on stage. You think of like someone Ron, that someone confident and famous. That, yeah, that and confident, talented. that that seemingly at home on stage 
would get that wound up. Yeah. So what we're talking about, using that as an example, is is it right to force kids as part of a school curriculum to do public speaking? Is it some people just aren't? I mean, my wife and I are polar opposites when it comes to that. I'm very comfortable getting up in front of people, whether I'm an expert on whatever we're talking about or not. It's just I'm just not intimidated by that. It doesn't bother me. For her, it's her worst nightmare come true. And we went to a school system together where they forced you into a class where you had to do public speaking. And I'm wondering, is that the best idea in the world? Well, and here's why I promise to tell you why I'm so completely torn on this issue. Because I've got people in my life that are painfully shy. Mm -hmm. My niece, if you had to just force her to get up in front of a classroom, she wouldn't sleep the night before. It would be awful. But I look at myself and I was painfully shy when I was a kid. I mean, I'm talking... Wouldn't speak to anyone. When church service got over, I got got the key to the car from my dad and went and slunk down and hid in the car. So you were really really quiet. So shy. Yeah. And you're making up for lost time now. So (laughs) because I had people in my life that um, brought me out of my shell that said, come on, do this skit in youth group tonight. You can Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. And you realize, oh, I didn't die. And that was actually kind of fun, too. Mm -hmm. And it just to me, it's like a muscle that you work. And now it's not like I would crave. I would never crave stage time like put me in coach. But if I if I need to do it, if I need to host something, it's it doesn't it's okay. I can Mm -hmm. get through it. I might have a little butterflies beforehand. So in a way, forcing me and encouraging me to do it got me out of my shell. So and it became a profession. It's it's a. I hate to say you either got it or you don't, but there are some people who it's their natural element and there are some people who they would rather not. It's almost like saying everyone's going to play football. Mm. I don't want to play football. I'm not big. I'm not strong. I'm not fast. I have no skill set for that. Nope. You are playing football because everyone needs to learn how to play football. Why? Uh, Or, or take it the opposite end. Everyone must learn to play chess, but my brain doesn't work that way. No, no. It's very important. You're going to learn to play chess. You know what I love about this whole segment? It's all about your passion for your wife, Tracy. Oh, You feel for what she went through and you're like, how dare you force that on anyone else? But instead of football, I would give it PE. Everyone has to take PE so that you can learn how to move your body and Mm. be active. So yeah, I'm torn because I totally empathize with that anxiety. So Kev, you love to shop. Pretty much more than any guy I know. Yeah, probably and, more than any girl you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you like Amazon. Yeah. Well, guess what? Amazon just n- launched a new artificial intelligent shopping assistant, and his name is Rufus. <laughs> and I love his name. And he apparently helps you shop and think of things you never thought of before. He's like, he becomes your own little personal Amazon shopping assistant. So... <laughs> Uh, they're they're kind of just launching it and they call it beta form to a few people who have the app. Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you all of a sudden see Rufus pop up, you're like, oh, I'm one of the beta testers to see if I like this AI <laughs> helper named Rufus to help me shop. OK, so you're talking about Rufus, the Amazon assistant uh, that will help you shop mm-hmm. on Amazon. Um an image came to mind when you told me about told me about Rufus. See if it didn't come to mind for you, too. We'll talk about it next. OK. Okay, so Rufus is this new thing on Amazon that will, he's a shopping assistant. Translation, 
He'll help you spend more money, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So is Rufus, like you've seen the cartoon, if you have an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, would Rufus be the devil yes. <laughs> on your shoulder? He's buy constantly more. saying, buy, buy it. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. There's Rufus. And then, you know, what always gets me those clickbaits where it's like 25 great gifts for under $10. I'm like, <laughs> I have to click on it. I have to know. Yeah. Is there some fabulous gift idea I'm missing out on? <laughs> Do your kids drink those energy drinks coming up? Why you might want to encourage them to stop. Hey, do your kids drink those energy drinks? I have a friend whose teenage son hides them in his bedroom and sneaks them after mom and dad have asked him not to drink them anymore. Yeah, it's like contraband in their family, almost like a vape pen, but Mm. it's it's energy drinks. Now, this may encourage your kids to give up the habit. Energy drinks could pose a risk to young brains, according to brand new research. They said kids who drank energy drinks with all the caffeine and all those stimulants have a higher risk of mental health issues, ADHD, depression, anxiety, and very dark, dangerous thoughts. And I'm winking at you, mom and dad. You know what I'm talking about. The findings were so shocking. The UK is looking at banning energy drinks for any child under the age of 16. Mm. And another big problem is how it affects your quality of sleep for your child because it yeah. can it can give them poor sleep up to 10 hours after having that energy drink. Yeah, they're wildly popular. I'm always surprised at how many kids I see walking around like um, there's a, a school right next to the radio station and sometimes at lunch the kids will leave campus and go to the coffee shop down the street. And you see packs of them walking around with their coffee cups. Like, I didn't have coffee until I was in my 20s. That was like, having coffee a lot older a, than that. Having <laughs> coffee as a teenager just to, yeah. or younger is just crazy. such a foreign thought to me. Mm-hmm. But here we are. And you go in like, a, I don't know, a gas station. They don't just have a couple of energy drinks. They've got the energy drink section. Where it's the big money there. Yeah, 18,000 mm-hmm. different varieties and flavors you can get. I, I'm guilty of it. I like a good energy drink. Ever feel like we focus on all other aspects of our health, eating well, drinking enough water, staying active, but we ignore sleep? Well, this is a great reminder for all of us to make sleep a priority. They say who wins this year's Super Bowl may all come down to which team sleeps better. Mm. Only a few top elite athletes know the secret of early bedtimes for optimal performance. And research shows athletes who sleep less than seven hours a night are twice as likely to get hurt compared to those who sleep more than eight hours. Uh, So, you know what? Because I'm loyal to producer our producer Griffin's team, I will say Rockabye 49ers. <laughs> it's hard. Top. It's so hard for them in the build up to the Super Bowl to get that sleep too, because there's so many press events and so mm-hmm. many like, oh, here's the 49ers, uh, you know, on a roller coaster. Oh, here's the Chiefs, you know, eating the local food, and there's so much pressure to do all of those things. I guess it's up to the team to guard the team's time. Yeah, so even they can get to bed. Everybody and his brother wants five minutes with yeah. them. Have you popped in to say hello to the boss lately? I am terrible at it because I just don't want to be a bother. I don't want to interrupt him. Uh, well, this may make you want to do that today and face to face, not over Zoom or anything. Why? Full time remote workers, people who work at home, mm-hmm. were 35% more likely to be laid off than their in office peers last year. Mm. That's according to a brand new report by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, simply put, it's out of sight, out of mind. When a manager gets news that they have to cut 10% of the staff, 
It's just way easier to put someone on the list who you don't have a close personal relationship with. It's not an emotional decision that way. Wow. Who knew that schmoozing the boss was so important? Wow. (laughs) Crazy. Do you want to take a minute and walk down the hall and say hi to our boss? I think we should. (laughs) Let's go do it right now. So exciting. Our producer Griffin's baby sister is engaged. She's getting married. Mm -hmm. And Griff has already noticed a huge difference between what it takes for a groomsman to get ready for a wedding versus a bridesmaid. Oh, yeah. Griff just jumped in the studio with us. I'm kind of surprised, Taylor, was saying, Griff, that you are, are learning that the preparation for the bride when getting married is way yeah. more extensive than the groom. The bridesmaids versus the groomsmen. You, you just, you got, you're married though. You should know that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, obviously there's a difference between men and women. You know, it's a common thing. Way more involved. Yeah. But I'm seeing it in action play out right now with my sister getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, she was showing me like she literally made like a PowerPoint slideshow for her bridesmaids no about way. here's the color palette and here's the different types of dresses you can pick from and pick one of these colors and these types of styles and blah blah blah. Is it once you pick one color that color's gone? I don't. No one else can have that. You're color. asking too many questions. I really <laughs> wanted fuchsia. Yeah, there are all kinds of different. Could you things. talk to her and tell her that that fuchsia will work way better with me, please? <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole slideshow of these different things about the wedding that she sent to all the bridesmaids well you know i'm a groomsman yeah and my sister's fiance yesterday he sends a text to all the groomsmen hey guys here's a link to the suit i want you to buy it's on sale today um so just go ahead and get it if you can that'd be great Mm. just a link to the suit boom click it bought it done Simple. That's all it was. It was, it was PowerPoint. One, yeah, nothing. one text message with a link. It was the best. It was so great. So easy. See you yeah. yeah. Like, maybe awesome. he'll even give you the tie as a groomsman. Yeah, gift. maybe so. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That's funny. It's. I tell you what. It is so much easier to be a guy when it comes to clothing and fashion and getting ready and. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole thing with being a woman. Yeah. It's exhausting. I mean, for the guy, like you said, you put on the suit. You like do your hair? Well, for Griff, uh, hey, Griff doesn't even yeah. have to. Oh. If you have hair, you do your hair. Stop. <laughs> and then you show up, right? That's it. Done. Girls, it's Girls, like it's- tanning, makeup, hair, nails, toenails, shoes, undergarments. Sometimes you have to buy special undergarments depending on what the bridesmaids' dresses are. Mm-hmm. Fittings, right? Don't you go for fittings? Oh, yeah. And then sometimes the bride wants you to come to her fittings or the whole mm-hmm. bit. You wouldn't believe how many bridesmaids' dresses for her granddaughters, my mom has altered over the years. <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> All right, well, Griff, you are, you are off the hook. You you got, life is good to be oh, a yeah. groomsman. It's great. Compared to a bridesmaid, absolutely. Don't answer out loud, Taylor, but get in your mind an idea of who are the most trusted professions. People that are, have a profession, and you're like, oh, I trust them. And then think of the professions, you're like, mm, mm-mm. Wouldn't, wouldn't trust them, wouldn't lend them a nickel and expect to get it back. Mm. They came out with a list of what we all say are the most trusted and least trusted professions. I'll tell you what they are next. When you think of most trusted professions, people who say they have this profession are like, oh, I trust them. Uh, what comes to mind? Of, of course, radio host is number one. But other <laughs> than that. <laughs> um, I would say what, like what top? a teacher... Uh, maybe a nurse. Nurse was number one. Oh, was it? Number one. Ooh. 78% of people say, yes, I trust a nurse. Here, I'll give you the top like two or three. Nurses, then veterinarians. Oh, yeah. 
engineers. That's my dad. I wonder why engineer. I guess maybe because everything. There's a lot of kinds of engineers. Everything with an engineer is black and white. Numbers yeah. don't lie, right? There, yeah. it, it either is or it isn't. Dentists are number four. Hmm. Do you trust your dentist? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you? I do. Okay. And then doctors after that. So those are the top okay. top five. Let's go to the bottom five. All the way at the bottom. What do you think is all the way at the bottom? Uh, maybe lawyers and salesmen, politician, or members of uh, members of Congress. Oh, yikes! The next senators. <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> then car salesmen. Then uh, advertising practitioners. What does that, that mean? I'm going to assume that means. Influencers. <laughs> <laughs> These people that you see on Instagram. Hey, you guys, I just tried the most amazing, life changing lip balm. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they don't trust trust that person. And then uh, stockbrokers slash financial advisors. Came Uh-oh. In, came in at the, at the very My husband's bottom. a fee-only certified financial planner. I wonder how where that would fall. I think it's probably you always say fee only before that because that mm-hmm. that clarifies like yeah. a different he's not getting he's a commission. not on commission There's no yeah, yeah no and man are those guys scrutinized by the SEC Securities and Exchange Commission. Oh, I thought you meant the Southeastern no, Conference. Like, I was like, why my is the husband, SEC? What? What do the Bulldogs, Auburn, and Mississippi care about that? He, as a business owner, he has to spend thousands and thousands of dollars every year on what's called compliance to make sure. Oh. All your T's are, you know, crossed and your I's are dotted and you're like, like he's not allowed to text clients, for example. Mm. That's against the SEC. Mm -hmm. So when a client texts him, he has to go, hey, I've got an answer for you. Check your email. Mm. So what what do you think about that list? Does that sound accurate? Do you, are you like, okay, yeah, I get that. I absolutely. There's a caveat to the politician thing though. I'll tell you in a minute, like mm. everybody across the board is like, oh, no, I do not trust politicians, except and I'll tell you what the exception is next. <laughs> We're talking about this list of the most trusted professions at the top of trusted nurses at the bottom uh, politicians. They took two spots <laughs> Yikes! at the very bottom was members of Congress. And the only one that did the only one that did worse was senators. Um, but there's an exception to that. And it's interesting. Can I guess what it is? Sure. Is it unless it was your candidate? Mm-hmm. If you mm. voted for them, yeah, mo- then most you trust people them? they they say they don't trust Congress, but when it comes to their specific congressional representative, oh, he's okay or she's okay. Uh-huh. My guy or gal's okay. Yeah, so you're right. Everyone else, is everyone thinks that up. their representative, mm. for the most part, is okay. It's the rest of them that are screwing. Fascinating. It up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. Isn't that funny? It's, I, and I don't know if that's just because you're more familiar with them. As someone who just saw the Broadway hit musical Hamilton for the very first time, mm-hmm. those politicians have been doing a lot of shenanigans for a long time. <laughs> started right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, whoa, what? 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 Yeah. Another duel? What? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Well, read your Bible. It's full of politics and all kinds of interesting stuff. Human. It's, it's funny. For as far as we've come, we put a man on the moon. You know, science has marched on and medicine has marched forward. Well, we have vast understandings of the universe and how it works. Yet people still do the same dumb stuff they've been doing since the beginning. <laughs>